0: You join me once again in the storage locker of destiny where we pull out the barrel bin of the hobos to keep them warm for another night. Joining me today, putting his petty, petty, petty arguments in. and coming down south of the border where he'll find finally see civilised people. It's Scott McClough. How are you, Scott?
1: I'm doing good. This, this storage locker look surprisingly a lot like the cat house in Glasgow. Like, I'm getting some big flashbacks here. But uh, I mean, I'm coming down here. I was at Edinburgh Zoo yesterday. The amount of English people I I overheard there suddenly decided to take a trip to Scotland. Just there's nobody down here. Yeah, they're all up there.
0: No, what it is, we're going to Edinburgh Zoo to see Scottish people in a natural environment. Well,
1: yeah, queuing up for an hour to see two sleeping pandas.
0: <laughs> well, that's normally what Scottish people do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they just leave the key I had to do yesterday because all we've got pandas. When you even though I argue, mum, we've seen a panda before. Claims we didn't, but it's we fucking <laughs> has. These are the kind of arguments I have with my parents. It's like I say we've done something before. They say it, I clearly haven't because my mum thinks she remembers everything.
0: Oh, she one of them that has to be right all the time, what is she one of them that
1: has to be right all the time? No, she's not one who is right. The one she's just someone who's very annoying when she is right. And when you get the uh, chart record,
0: when, when you get a
1: trap, why am I, why am I shooting my mom's the loveliest person in the fucking world. Why am I yelling a my my mum? I'm ranting already. I, mean, I haven't got to my list yet.
0: Well, let, let, let's be honest though. I, I kind of put my mum in one week. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go back to that, when I did it with Jay. I put I, Jay described my mum to a T, and that's why my mum went in the bin. <laughs> oh,
1: so, to to what kind of human being
0: you are, aren't we? Oh, I'm a bastard. Oh, I don't deny it. I'm a bastard. My mum knows that. though. I mean, like, I can tell you some stories about what i Things I've done to my mum, and you'll, you'll think <laughs> less of me. I mean... How, how is that possible? I mean, I've, I've oh, only no, talked right, a few I, things, but you know. I'll, t- I'll tell you one. So, my my mum... <laughs> my mum's in a wheelchair. Uh, she has muscular dystrophy. And so, um, I was put... We went to Mary Hill, which is a big shopping centre, Rainwear, where I live. So, I was pushing around there. And I bought some new trainers, and what I realised was my new trainers, uh, when I scuffed them off the floor, created an electrical, char- uh, electrical charge. So my <laughs> mum was talking to someone in the shop, and I, <laughs> I shuffled my feet, ran towards that shop. That she jumped out of a chair, and I had to like, <laughs> I had to leave the shop before she she killed me. <laughs>
1: I mean. My mum uh, once, my grandfather who had to get about in a wheelchair towards the end, and nearly sent him flying down an escalator. <laughs> uh, she didn't forgot to put the lock. She thought she put the lock on the wheel, and had forgotten. And basically time my mum had to take him out from then on. He kept asking if like one of her brothers and sisters was coming with them, because she, she didn't trust her anymore after that. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, see, that's just one, that's just one story. When we're off, when we're off, I'll tell you more because I think for carry on, I think people will start calling me many, many, many names.
1: I mean, the, the minute you said like you stories about like your mother would make you feel fun of you, and he said he started off with she's in a wheelchair. I instantly knew we were in we were in for a bad time. It can only get worse from that. Oh uh, no, no,
0: there, there are worse ones. I mean, when I was a teenager, I was an, oh, I did some funny shit. Um, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give you this one. She did run me over in Birmingham with an electric wheelchair. So, well, well, well I'll tell you that later. But um, <laughs> as you can see, we're sitting in the storage locker. You can see all the hobos. Um, if you look to your right, you'll see um, a man in a PVC suit. That's Jeeves. Oh, okay. um, as of right now, his scheme is at zero pounds. <laughs> um, so we're just going to try to do more stuff for Jeeves. Um that's why he's eating salmon heads again, even though I told him not to. And if you looked right in the corner, that is Michael squatting for a shit. Oh, yeah,
1: so that is a, I've never seen it that colour
0: before. Um, it depends what he eats. So I think what he's at this week is red cabbage.
1: Oh good. oh, good. I thought there was blood in there. Like I was almost very concerned for uh, bait making.
0: It might be. Um, Michael, Michael, is that blood? No, no, don't show me. God for fuck's sake, Michael. Go away. Um, they're getting a bit restless. So we've got the barrel bit of destiny out in front of us. Scott, what is your first thing you want to throw into the fire?
1: Right. So I gave us list a lot of thought. You know, being the uh, the big ball of positive energy that I am, you know, everyone's always seen that. So you're the optimist of Rugged things, And yes, I am. I was trying to find the line between absolutely things I hate and things that are just a bit annoying. Uh, And consequently, I've narrowed this down to one serious pick and four (laughs) nonsensical ones. I'd like to start with the serious one. Can I get that out of the way? Because no one wants to hear about any serious issues here. So my first offering is, I'd like just to please, can we please stop this whole Scotland versus England thing? Because, honestly, <laughs> like, a lot of people, like, people talk about Bannockburn and William Wallace, Scotland, B. England, like, guys, we've moved on. We've long since moved on as a society from there. I mean, there are enough things that can divide the population in very negative ways nowadays when we really all should become together. And so I'd like to get rid of this whole Scotland-England thing, cause, like, because you talk about Bannockburn, like, the whole reason the independence vote went down on the date that it did in Scotland is because it was the anniversary of Bannockburn. They purposefully tried to get people to remember the idea of, oh, Scotland's freedom and try to influence un- people's vote. I don't want to make this a political thing. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, like yeah, it's funny. Like, it's easy to throw shade at the English people and, like, yeah, we don't, we still don't cheer for these in international tournaments, probably because we're, we're jealous because Scotland haven't qualified since 98. Yeah, I
0: was, I was going to say, we, we can't really cheer for you because you don't get to the
1: yeah, and maybe if your t- your players didn't act like twats all the time, we cheer for you as well.
0: Uh, like, uh, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hey, I mean, England, English, England players are the upstand- they are upstanding gentlemen. Thank you very much. No, they're not. So you see, like,
1: like in the occasional good-natured part of, like Nathan, like for a time there wasn't a podcast I went by that he didn't throw a Glasgow like joke, like. He lives in Newcastle, which is basically—I can't believe it's not Glasgow. It's sugar-free Glasgow is Newcastle, so he can't really. And plus, he's from Essex originally. And come on.
0: I was gonna say, yeah, he can't. He, he comes from a place where everyone's orange and plastic, and he's gone to a place where,
1: yeah. If I want orange and plastic, I'll go buy a bottle of Iron but It's much more entertaining. Probably a mm-hmm. more stimulating
0: conversation. Oh, I know what I'd rather have: like, Amy Childs or a bottle of Iron Brew.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Gemma Collins like,
1: or Fanta. Uh, like, I, I, just, I think we've, I think we've moved on as a thing to like let this whole Scotland thing divide us. Because, like, <laughs> come on, there's also a little more serious shit in the world than oh, you're a bit posh and whatever people say about Scotland, because. Uh, you know, I I like I love Scotland. I love Glasgow. I mean, like, I have to. I was born here. I've gotten used to it. Cause like I could probably go somewhere else and say I'm gonna live here now. But eventually I move. I, I can't live outside the place I was born in. I, I'm just a creature of habit. <laughs> like I don't like the idea that everything that's Scottish. Is, I'm not one of those people who is that everything that was created by someone Scottish is brilliant. I mean, I I I cheer for too, not just cause he's Scottish, but cause he's a great wrestler. Whereas Nikki Cross, some people just support her because he's Scottish. Nikki Cross is one of the worst actors I've ever seen. She is some of the, her promos, like, I know what she's, she's trying, but God, hen, like, no, you, you've turned into that pal that you have to apologise for every night you ever have.
0: <laughs> no, I, I see your point. I mean, yeah, it's funny when you can try to Mick out of, because let's be honest, in every sporting thing, we England do beat Scotland. Let's be honest. And rugby, we beat you. Football, we beat you. Um, our league is better than your league. Um, uh-huh. you a point of story. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm getting to it. But I agree that it is a bit point. I mean, I hate the English fans who are, they, they say, oh, oh we're, we're red-blooded Englishmen. No, you're not you're just a twat you're a bald-headed twat and they they, uh, they, they just have to like rub it into scot uh, people from scotland and they're like i love scotland i love it with a passion i think it is one of the nicest places i've been to and every scottish person i've met is very nice Um, until i start speaking and then i get looks because i'm english and (laughs) No message, but I do think though no, I, I I agree. I am going to put England versus Scotland. It needs to stop into the bin. You can have it.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Pointless bollocks. But yeah. I will say this: if you are, I'm going to go. I'm going to use sport now. It's very funny. If you are successful in sport, yeah, a I, I Chris Hoy, you are British. <laughs> if you are shit at sport, uh, i.e. David Coulthard, you are Scottish. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I think that's another thing that's
1: really started out of the whole, like you know, he's British, but he's Scottish, and then you have some Scottish people. I've seen arguments on buses because a, a woman yelling at an old man because he thought he claimed he described himself as British and not Scottish, and really, it's a pity argument to really like. If you want to call yourself Scottish, if you want to call yourself British, do what you want, and then like an argument I even made, imagine like that time the English fans at the Royal Albert Hall show when England were doing very well. I uh, woke up that year we're chatting It's Coming Home at Wolfgang. And it just ruined that match for me. And it it, it was just so petty, I thought, and like and also can you explain to me this it's coming home? Because English didn't invent football. It can't come home if it's not where it originated from.
0: Um it, it, I, I take it you've heard the Bedeel and Skinner song.
1: Let us see our argument's sake I haven't.
0: Okay, so David Badil and Frank Skinner in 96, when England held the Euros in England, they basically said, look, football's coming home, and then English fans just adopted it. I ain't going to lie. I was one of them, it was coming home. I got very excited, and then for some absolute bellend from Croatia to score, and it made me sad, and I didn't talk to anyone for a week. That's how bad it got for me. I was tempted. I said this to my boss at work. I said, if England win this game, I am going to Russia. Do not expect to see me. <laughs> and she got. She said, "No, oh, no, no, I will." I went, "No, you won't." And it got to the point where I actually booked a ticket to Russia, <laughs> and then England lost. And then luckily, I didn't put any down payment on it, so I just cancelled the ticket. But I was, you know, let's not get into that, please. It's a very I mean, sore subject. But England versus Scotland rivalry is pointless. It is in the bin. So Scott, you are one for one to begin oof. with. How do you feel? Uh, I feel
1: very vindicated. I wasn't. I wasn't sure how how this was, first one was going to go because. You know we don't usually try to get serious on this show but like i know so we've had some good natured bars you know it's it's, it's hard for me sometimes being the token Scotsman uh on this show but you know I'm, I'm happy i got through this year's one and i think i've, I've got a good argument for my next year
0: oh no 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 i mean let's be honest if it was the other way right if scotland were better than england at sport then it wouldn't go in <laughs> i mean just, it wouldn't go in i think i think i think uh, for what i've give you a pity vote Let's just say that it's a pity one. So we, we move on. So we move on, Scott. What is item number two on your list to put in a barrel of destiny?
1: So, you see, when I was coming at this list, I thought, don't put individual people in this because it's petty and all sorts. But then but then I, I have to do this because he, he's ruined so much. For me. He's just ruining. He just. He almost ruined a WrestleMania for me. Please put Mojo Rawley in the bin. <laughs> because, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, gather round. Gather round, all you hobos. For I shall tell oh,
0: you this. No, take- no. Oh, oh, oh G- Jeeves, S- sit on my lap. Come on. He's, oh, he's he's
1: m- oh, oh, Jesus. Sorry, I'm smelling oh, I'm, I'm more of my cabbage in that. Oh, well, you brought them over. Well, th- they, I thought they'd like to know. This is what's going to be feeling you're giving you heat tonight. That, like, <laughs> what Michael shit? <laughs> Carry on, <No. laughs> Well, let's go all the way back. 2013, Mojo Rawley appears at NXT. He's got this whole height gimmick. And everyone's like, oh, God, he's just so fun, isn't he? Like, how fun is Mojo Rawley? You know, like, am I not getting this? Like, this guy just seems like a bell he just seems like that guy. Well, he's always the life of the party. If I was at a party and this guy walked in, I'd leave. <laughs> because when everybody's had enough, had too much and they want to have a sit down, he'd be the one getting you back up and he'd make you be sick everywhere. Like, he mm-hmm. would ruin a party for me. And then what a fury did more was how much the comedians bigged up and everyone was digging up Mojo was this great guy. Like, it just annoyed me even more. And then. 2015, after a couple of months of tuning out of NXT, I tuned back in and saw that Zack Ryder, who I must say I've been a fan of since 2011, was now in a tag team with Mojo Rollins. <laughs> and instead of Zack bringing Mojo up a few levels, he was he grabbed Zack by the ankles and dragged him kicking, screaming down his level. He gives Zack a US title shot at Battleground 2016, I believe it was, that was all set up just so at the end, Mojo Rog come out and save the day and save his tag partner just so they could then be a tag team on SmackDown. They barely do anything on SmackDown. They be Zach carries the team so much that once they earn a shot at the tag titles, Zach knee just completely fucked because he's been carrying Mojo for ages. And then he comes back. Mojo has the audacity to be the one to break up the hype bros. He squashes Zach, not once but twice. And... And then also, that Andre the Giant Battle Royal, I mean, that was only the piece of <laughs> that turned WrestleMania of off that year. I, I literally <laughs> nearly turned it off. I, I did. Can you give me one, one thing Mojo Rawley has done in, in his entire WWE career that has been in any way worthwhile? That, is, that has actually made you think, oh, Mojo Rawley is actually good. And those Twitter promos he got do not count because they weren't featured on WWE programming. Something on a WWE show that he has ever done that is warrants him not going in the bin.
0: Um, he painted his face blue.
1: So, so does so does so does about a thousand people at Ibrox or however many are going to, go there. Like <laughs> it doesn't make them. It does. Oh, sorry. I may have mentioned when I mentioned the skull in England thing about like an old William Wilson Bannockburn and people talk about fucking Braveheart. Braveheart's a pish film. I've not even seen it. You've got it's filmed in Ireland. And an Australian who hates Jews is playing William Wallace, and there's several historical inaccuracies. But Hollywood doesn't care about that. But back to Mojo Roy.
0: Uh, I I'll just say one thing about Braveheart. It is a film about a loser. Let's just let, let's just get it out uh, there. William Wallace lost. End mm-hmm. of. But back to Mojo Roy. Mojo Roy is. As you said, the man at a party that will make you get back up again, he's like that 50-year-old woman that just won't let go of a youth. She he sees all the young people, oh, I could do that, and then, like, a hit breaks, and then she's just really annoying. The Zack Ryder tag team, it just it did nothing for either of them. Zack Ryder just, I felt so bad for him being stuck with that twat. And then... But the fact that Zack is no
1: longer part of WB, but that prick's still employed. Probably just because they seen Gronk who then fucked off
0: uh, yeah is... I mean seeing Mojo Rawley and Rob and Gronk together at Wrestlemania this year honestly it made me want to put pins into my eyes and let's suppose Mojo Rawley has had he's had, let's watch, he's had many opportunities yes many opportunities and he has taken them like Jeeves takes to cats. He eats them. He's rubbish. And I do believe Mojo Rawley needs to be not just set on fire. I think Mo- Mojo Rawley needs to be beheaded, quartered, um, and put through. I'll try to think of discuss a meat grinder and then put into the bin. Along with that meat grinder. Because Mojo Rawley is a twat.
1: Yeah, he is the guy you see in these college movies. He was a part of a frat in college, and that's where he peaked. And everybody else he went to college with went on to actually have careers and lives, and he's the one still stuck in the past. Like, if he was in the world then, he'd be Simon Pegg's character, the guy who still got the same
0: car he had
1: when he was a teenager.
0: Yes, that is a perfect that that is a perfect analogy of Mojo Rawley. So, Scott, do the honors, please put Mojo Rawley into the bid. There you go, get T Fuck. So. Yeah, yeah. weak prick. No, I'm just gonna put this out there, yeah, He played he uh, I just gonna, he was a, he, he was in the NFL, he he was only in practice squads, he was that shit. So, you know. And uh, somehow this happened. In two thousand seventeen he was ranked one hundred and eleven of the top five hundred singles wrestlers in the world. Hundred and eleventh. I can't, I can't name 480, oh, I can't even do maths, I can't, 89 wrestlers that are worse than Mojo Rawley, or 389 yeah, no. wrestlers, just, just get to, just go away you twat, <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah. two for two, you are two for two, yeah, uh, I'm very good. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've got, we've got. Oh, there's Michelle. Hello, Michelle. How are you? Oh, nope. Oh, oh, put your teeth away. Uh, I mean, I do apologize for the state they're kept in. I mean, like I've offered them nourishment, and they just, they just seem to want to eat it. I'm sorry.
1: Have you if you've done so, some of that Greg? Give, give them some of that. I'll make them go away.
0: No, because that might get them hyper. We don't want them too hyped. Well, <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, so um, we move on we move on to your third item on your list what is item number three mr mcleod
1: no this is probably the most petty of all of them but come on it really it, it bugs me people who don't who, i got a phrase people who don't like common manners just the basic ideas that just make you a decent human being and the example i'm using here is when you the change of when you open a door for someone. You say thank you, or you're a horrendous human being. You say thank you, because it's a polite thing to do. This person doesn't could easily just slam that door in your But you've taken the time, they've the door open for you. You say thank you, and they say you're welcome. Because yes. if someone says, and also, if you're on the opposite side, and, they, and the person says thank you to them, and you don't think you're welcome, you you're, you're even a horrendous human being. Because, like, if you don't say you welcome, as if you say, like, thank you. Well, of course you're Of course I hold the door open. I mean, hmm, because I'm uh, better than you. Like, oh,
0: fuck off, you prick. I know, I get that. I mean, are you one of those people that would shout thank you if they didn't say thank you? I wouldn't shout it. I. I'd oh. try to quietly rude about him. Oh, no, I do. <laughs> I was. I, I was at work and i was in the break room and there was a someone i work with was coming upstairs and I held the door open i wasn't in the best of moods anyway and she just she just walked in i went oh you're welcome mm. i mean did, i didn't know doors magically opened <laughs> do you go to hogwarts do you mm-hmm. i was being a right bitch and i um uh, i just had enough and i slammed the door and then she come back she come back at half hour like she went what's your problem i mean oh just manners just manners yeah you just twat and then um what gets me as well it's the people I, i've had this when i was i was pushing my, well i've been out with my mom she's back and it's the people that lean over her when she's trying to open a door when, when they go through a door she's not gonna like eat you you can stand to the side you're gonna have to lean over her like a fucking tree <laughs> and I completely agree. I think people just—I think just—are you just putting people with bad manners in, or just people just twats?
1: Well, I'm just being people with bad manners because, like, I mean, there's a lot of horrendous people out there who've done worse things and not said thank you. But like, it, it, the most common decency, most common things that me, said that decent of a human being is having the manners to. Say thank you and that too. Someone, I know you don't know them, but you know, say thank you. It might bring up somebody's day. You never know. Well, <laughs> just little things can, can make a whole lot of difference, I
0: think. Oh, I completely agree with you. I think people who people are, are just so far up their own arse. Mm-hmm. I think they just deserve to just be sent to an island and just left there. No food, no water. Just drain all the seawater. They will just stand there, barren, and I hope they just wither away and die. Yeah,
1: cause like, yeah. Oh, I, you made, well, I was well? busy as I was walking past you in the door, yes, yeah, you can still say thank you as you're power walking or speeding off to where you need to go to. Because the phrase "thank you" is not a, does not, is not a draining sentence to work out of your, out of your mouth. It takes all the three seconds. You can say it while while walking. It, it, it takes oh, zero I, time I at all. Know. Like. I, mean, what, I don't know what else I can say about this. It's it, it is one of those little things that just bugs me, even though it probably shouldn't. But, oh
0: no! It, it, I I imagine that bugs a lot of people. I tell the people who does not it doesn't, is the people that uh, it's the people that would um that do that stuff. Mhm. So just 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 fuck them. Just just kill them all.
1: You're one of those just, people, and you're listening to this. Fuck
0: off. Yeah, go. We're go magic. and burn yourselves. Yeah. I, Scott, please pick them up and throw them into the bin, please. Oh, no, you're. Th- no, you're welcome. Oh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're three for three. That that one, I, that one was going in the because I just hate people who, who are like that. Mm-hmm. I just the worst awesome.
1: examples I could use, but like that's just the one that always sticks. To me, because like it's just the one done thing. It wasn't any rule against it. it. Just it's what you do, and like, it's, and like I said, all the thing can make a difference.
0: I I agree, mate. I agree completely. So we we'll move on. You are three for three. You got two more left. Uh, you're on course to get five for five. So, um, what's next? Who are you gonna, who are you going to put next?
1: No. I'm not trying to be like like you you said we like Liam like you already throwing in people who are controversial just for the sake of it. That I'm not trying to be controversial for the sake of it, but I do know out of all these picks, if any, if, it, if one of them's gonna like annoy people, it's gonna be this one. Cats. It's sure. all. I'm just throwing in like cats because, well, yes, it's all, yes, I'm clearly a dog person, but like some of the arguments people make for why cats are better than dogs make. No sense. The common one being, oh, cats, you know, they're so independent, you know, you know, oh, cats, they make you earn their love, you know, oh, no, like dog, dogs just love you regardless. Let me tell you something. If you're the kind of person who's buying a cat or dog, you are clearly lonely. You want something that will love you back, and you are giving it love, and you want that love to be reciprocated. And most people who buy a dog or a cat spend quite a lot of money on that pet you know, food, toys, whatever, what have you. And, of course, if you're putting all that effort and you're spending all this money on this thing, then, yeah, you should expect, at very least, that this animal will show you some sort of affection. And dogs will reciprocate the affection and make all the money that you're spending on food and bed and toys for it seem worth it. Like, the dog appreciates you. Whereas a cat, you'll spend all this money on it and then the cat will look at you as if it couldn't give a shit about you. I mean... Like the cat looks at you, as uh, the cat, the special facial expression of a cat is the embodiment of those people that we mentioned before that don't say thank you. That's the cat's way. Like you, you put food down for a cat that you lovingly prepared for it. The cat looks at you as if it says, "I'd rather be eating your fucking face. I can't wait for you to die so I can immediately start to eat you because that's what happens if you die and all that's in your house is your dog, your cat. They will eat you. But your dog will give you some time at least." before the thing to you Your cat will not wait. Your cat will not have the consideration. Cats are arseholes.
0: You, sir, are 100% wrong.
1: Oh, oh, this is the one you're going to bait me on.
0: Oh, I, I speak from experience. I have had cats growing up because they are amazing. I, I had, when I was five, I had a cat. He was a big, fat tabby cat, and he was the best. They were tigs. And he lived he li- i had for six years it was an old boy when i got him and you know he was the best cat he used to come when i used to call his name he says like just shh, come near me give me affection give me love and another cat uh, when i moved out so i went into a flat and i had a cat called ned after ned stark don't laugh and he um he was like a dog he was Because ex- where I lived, he could go out whenever he wanted. But I used to come home from work, and he'd be there immediately to greet me, meowing, rubbing his face against my legs, uh, just giving me attention. I'd feed him straight away. He was very appreciative. He was the best. Now, I bring the example of... I had a dog. Had a jack russell called Millie, and she was a twat. She would bark if a man farted in Beirut. And... It was annoying at three o'clock in the morning because all you hear was just shut you to out and try to sleep. And she was as she was as dopey as the day is long. And I used to get really like frustrated because I'm trying to sleep and all I hear is this dog barking at her shadow. Uh, my other dog, Bella, she was I, I love Bella. Bella but I love Millie as well. Don't get me wrong, I love Millie, she was great. But Bella, I I did love Bella and apart from when she Dived into a swamp to catch a squirrel. Mm. And she then come out at me, smiling at like literally like, like she was smiling at me, she proud of herself, and I just had to walk her home and get her in the shower, and showering a dog is the worst thing possible. They are excitable little bastards. But cats, cats are the funny They don't give a shit. They will lick their balls and stare at you and just say, you know what? You wish you could do this. And not lick... (laughs) You wish you were this nimble. Hmm. And yes, I'm jealous of a cat that can lift his uh, leg over his head. Very jealous. Uh, They are... uh, They're just brilliant. Cats are better than dogs. So you are not having this in the bin. There is no argument you can present to me that will let me put cats in the bin.
1: Are you really not being on the basis that you are jealous that you cannot lift your leg and like your own channel? Because you, you know, some yes, people. Yes, they yes, yes are. So the reason all people go out and find someone who find a boyfriend or girlfriend who can do that for them. They don't have to. I mean. Like their own channel. Only people, no. only lonely people What? want that. And, come on. Cats are lazy bastards.
0: I'm a lazy bastard. That's why, that is why I identify with a cat.
1: Cats are evil. Have you ever wondered why depictions of witches always happen with a black cat? Is fucking yeah. cats Because The black cats uh, are the worst. Oh, this is great. We have a black cat, it sh- shits people up. Brilliant. You, are, true, there you is- are truly an evil person. Have you ever seen a homeless person with a cat? No, because if you lost your house, your cat would fuck off. Oh, no,
0: no, no. no. Cats are too proud. If you were ever made homeless, a cat would look at you and go, Ugh, "You, you disgust me. I hate yeah. you." See, and that's
1: disloyalty loyalty, and the fact that before then, you have probably shown that cat nothing but affection, and the cat couldn't cat, care less. I, you. There, there was a just, cat. There was a cat in. I remember I lived with my grand's but for years you'd always see a wandering about from garden to garden, from place to place. I'd never figured out whose house that cat belonged to. Cause that cat spent more time wandering through people's gardens than it did in its own house. Because yeah. cats bugger off and then come back like, oh, you, feed me, you, person who is so lonely, you say you get a cat. Whereas your dog is always there for you. They, do you know what they are? They're opportunistic.
0: I don't want a fucking opportunistic pet. They are opportunistic little people, and they are brilliant. And I love cats, and you will never... And the best thing about it, yeah, last not last week, the week before, I went to a kitty cafe in Birmingham. So... Oh. God, that is I, why I you, are not face have face. It. you are not happy. You are not happy. It's a good thing. What they do is they take uh, cats that have been abandoned and they basically give them something to live. And it's nice. You can go around, and if you like cats, you got cats coming at you. It's lovely. So, Scott, you are not having cats in the bin. So you
1: want you, you your idea of a good time is to go with a cat You want to go with a place covered in cat or a place that likely stinks because knowing no, the nope. cats will piss and it, shit wherever they fucking please.
0: No no it no no no. They have they have an area. They have an area where they go and do it which is outside of the building where you are.
1: Also, that's the thing with cats when you and them. You have to keep a box in the house for them to shut in. A you know, dog doesn't need to go outside and do that. Once you've well trained them.
0: Exactly. So cat dogs do do it. No dogs. I'm I'm actually watching the, a dog for the next three weeks. Argument is avoid. You this is not this is not a democracy, this is a dictatorship. If I say no, it's no.
1: So I'm just looking at this pen, wondering Stop. if it's too deep to dive, the dive Cat. in and get that English versus Scotland thing back out without risking second-degree burns. It's just the
0: hell you want to die on.
1: I, I will, I, you will not convince me that cats are any better than dogs. That cats are redeemed. That don't deserve, you will not convince me that cats don't deserve to go in the bin. I'm
0: so, gonna put it out so there. There's more superheroes that are after cats than there are dogs. So. <laughs>
1: So we be... that that's your close, Actually, that's really how you want to close on that argument. Catwoman, Black Panther, done. Oh, Black <laughs> fucking different? I'm talking about actual household cats.
0: I don't care. We are. No, I'm just saying that's why cats are better. You don't see dog man. Oh, D- dog dogs. I, I love dogs. I love dogs to pieces. But you can't make me choose them over cats. There is no way possible of doing it because cats are just. Cats are what are, a cat is my spirit animal. A la- lazy bastard. It doesn't care. Doesn't care about people. Um, makes you work for their affections, and it's just a downright prick. So that is why cats are not going in the bin. It, you are three for four, and we move on. So we get to your fifth and final point, Scott. And if it's something to do with cats again, you just leave. Can I just say, uh, this is not my next pick.
1: Like I throw in an old mention for people who fucking use the phrase spirit animal? we please, like, oh, your style animal. Is this person, this animal? What the fuck am I meant to do with that information? Like, how is that information I'm meant to, in any way, enrich my life? Fuck off.
0: What, is this the, is this the, China, is this the Chinese zodiac animals? Because if that's it, it's a pig, and I don't like it.
1: <laughs> no, I've just thought people like, oh, my spirit. Oh, this animal is my spirit animal. Oh, this is a... Like, oh, shut up. Fucking
0: prick. Oh, you are a salty bastard right there. You are, ain't you? Of course I uh, am. God! This, that's, that's
1: why you're so desperate to get me on this fucking show. I mean, people who say, oh, my spirit animal is a wolf. Yeah, you're, you're nothing like a fucking wolf. Oh, like, when they see something, I tell like, oh, that person is my spirit animal. No, you just desperately wish you were like them because you wouldn't be as boring as you are now. Because I
0: know there, you're bored, but
1: you're a there, like spirit animal. Fuck you. The only thing they are like a wolf It's they're hungry like a wolf. Yeah, yeah, so like, what you're you're trying to find a nice way of saying, I'm a pretty fat bastard, and you don't want to admit that your spirit animal is usually a, probably a larger animal. So you're saying, you're claiming it's a fucking wolf. Not you, not you, simply, we've been talking about whoever uses those fucking phrases. Like, honestly, jeez.
0: No, 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 you're, not, no, so, no, you're just mean. You're just, you're just a mean person where you don't get your own way. <laughs> I'm not mean. I just hate the space
1: spirit animal. I didn't. Re- I forgot how much I hated it before here because I didn't. It's not on my list. It's an honorable
0: mention. Well, I'm like a wolf. Ow! Move on. So, <laughs> what is your fifth and final pick to be putting into the barrel bin? Please pick it wisely if you want to get four for four, four, four out of five.
1: Oh, so I can be like Liam. Could I say asterisk next to Morrissey with already in the band because you said vegans sort were of, I I call bullshit on Liam's five for five.
0: Um as I said, this is not a, this is not a democracy, this is a dictatorship.
1: And there will soon be a revolution. You wait you wait and see.
0: I am the king I am the king on, on of rogue opinions. Don't come at me.
1: God I hate you so much.
0: I mean, I was going to say I'm the, I'm the Nicholas Sturgeon uh, over in opinions, but you know.
1: Here, i here right now.
0: Oh! <laughs>
1: so uh, what honestly, is... Honestly, I went to a 1st master's question when because my college class was a ball of fire. And... Uh, oh, I don't even have time to get in Fuck that woman.
0: <laughs> I mean, fuck Boris Johnson as well. Oh, yeah. um, So what fuck is your... Fit, uh, your fifth or final pick? Seems quite
1: trivial. And I was going to throw in the final three seasons of Dexter Because, well, I, I dedicated a good amount of time to that show. I didn't watch it when I was coming out bought all the box sets afterwards. And I went, I binged through one, two, three, and four. Season four, the best season that show did. Because you got John Lithgow uh, as, as his main serial killer in that season. And then you end one. When, when they're finding out a bit more about him and Dexter's on the hunt for him, open the next episode, you see him in his kind of day life, when he's not out killing people and it opens on John Liskow singing in a church about how much he loves Jesus it's just the best, and then season yeah. five was a bit shaky, but like he was recovering he was learning how to live after the woman he loved was killed at the end of season four, spoilers but you know also you should have seen it by now you know, he was recovering, he was settling into life, It had a decent a kind of happy ending at the end of season five then the next three seasons happened, and basically you were just waiting for the moment where the show would be put out of its misery, because I had a structure. That structure worked for the first five seasons, and then seasons seven and eight especially, it just lost that. They were writing it from week to week. I think they got told, or getting it we real good do seven seasons, with some of the, actually, can you do an Like, no. Say no. Look, look, if you have some artistic integrity and end when you said you were going to end, and... Then like, you had the sister getting involved, and then they were, you had his sister, who technically wasn't actually his sister, but, like, claiming that she was, she was starting to think that she was actually be in love with Dexter, which created a weird atmosphere. And it's also made weird by the fact that he, the two actors, were dated in real life. And, like, you had Colin Hanks as the main baddie in one season, I think it was season six. You, we talk about second-generation wrestlers being creep. Colin Hanks is the Sean Stasiak of actors, because his dad was good. He is crap. <laughs> no, no, actually, I should sorry, edit that. I shouldn't say Sean Stasiak. Could be get eventually get an interview with Sean Stasiak at some point. Colin Hanks is the Curtis Axel of, of actors. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there we go. That's, that's much better. Oh, nice leave that in. Leave that in. Oh, that's brilliant! I'll give you. I'll, I'll do. A, I'll like do a retrospective. I'll give you your fifth one if you keep playing Um, uh, Dex. I mean, I completely agree. Dex in the first four seasons was incredible.
1: Mm. I was
0: gripped. I was intrigued. I enjoyed it. Season five, I liked the vigilante sort of thing he was doing with. Um, her name escapes me. Julia Taylor. Hey, shot a weird name.
1: And Julia sales was her name, and they had, they had the... I think Johnny Lee Miller is that his name? He was in Elementary and Train Spotting, as revealed as a dame baddie of season five, and he was good in his bit. Oh, it
0: so. was, I I very much enjoyed it. But what got me though was like the end of the season five, where like Deborah catches them and why well, she nearly catches them, and oh, it was just just stupid, and it was getting a bit far fetched. Season six, the was it the Seven Sins of Halley was doomed. And he had that old professor who we thought was killing them, but really he was already dead in the freezer. Season seven. The uh, end f- of, De- oh, of Dexter. Oh, my God. It pained me. I stayed up to watch it. I, I, I recorded it. I then woke up at three o'clock in the morning when it was recorded to watch it. And I, I sat there at the end and I went, what the fuck is this bollocks?
1: Season seven that was the biggest season seven was the biggest waste of that show because end of season six he sister catches him while he's killing somebody and then there you go, the secret is out, you've got potential there. There that's your big season seven hook. They wasted that Ray Stevenson was in it, he was hunting down Dexter, he was wasted, you know. Yeah, he played the Punisher, he's the only he's, he's the third best punisher after John Bernthal and Thomas Jane in that order.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. I found the name it was Lumen. That was a name. Lumen. Mm-hmm. That's season five. That was a stupid name. Um, but yeah, and then, it just... It, and then fucking... It, the ending, even... like, when it was Deborah who dies and then he throws her into the sea and then he goes into a storm, abandons his child. Let's That's what in. He abandons his child with a woman who poisons people. Let's not get... That. Let's not forget about that. Yeah, a woman, then, who, woman
1: who... A woman who once tried to kill... And shied on the same table he kills people on, and oh, then geez. leaves her. He barely knows her. He leaves the kid with her. And the way Deborah died, by the way, she died. She was not killed by a season-long, multi-season-long villain. You that they've been hunting down together. That guy had been around for what two episodes, and then randomly just kills Deborah. So anticlimactically, and like I didn't like her as much. Like the over her constantly swearing all the time. I mean, I'm somebody who swears all the time, but like it's just forced half the time with her, yeah. and then she just gets. But even then, she deserves better. We just go, and then he kills the guy who kills her, and then he's colleagues basically see him, see him, uh, do it, and basically decide, oh yeah, we'll just let him go. Let's we'll let him take the body, and dump it out to sea, and pretend he died.
0: It's just utter bollocks. I mean, I got so annoyed here. I just went, you know what? Fuck off. I'm done. I'm not watching this anymore. i tell you what, though. See, season one is the best. End of season one is the best
1: season. i season four, but season
0: one's not far behind it. I, I love season one. It was just so gripping. But you you get it in the bin. It is going in the, the barrel bin. It's just, just throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Just the disappointment of the... The disappointment that ended. It's a bit like... I'm going to get... I, 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 the perfect shark and compare it to Game of Thrones. hmm Game of Thrones was absolutely perfect until season seven. Seven and eight were just rushed and shite. See,
1: the thing with using... I don't know why they suddenly felt like a rush to end it when the guy's got like two or three books left to write. And yep. also... The Walking Dead is in what, season 10 or the Walking Dead should have ended years ago. Why The Walking Dead is still going, but Game of Thrones ended is beyond me because I really, really felt rushed to finally give a conclusion to Game of Thrones when there was so much they had to do. Like I'll tell you, I woke up early the day of the finale. I'd, I'd stayed up, watched the first few matches of Money in the Bank 2019 because that was the night, same night. Woke up. I had my breakfast while watching the finale and then watched the rest of Money in the Bank. Like, so I, I centered my day around kind of that. So that's how invested I was in Game of Thrones, like the final episode.
0: I, honestly, I, I watched the, the, episode one was really good. Episode two was, it was, it was good. It wasn't the best, but it was good. The Battle of Winterfell, I couldn't watch until it was nighttime and had the brightness turned up to a hundred because I couldn't see.
1: I had to close my, when I was watching that, I had to close the curtains in the middle of the day I, when I was shit. watching it, because
0: I couldn't see anything. Oh, I went for a shit halfway through. That's what I thought of it. Honestly, I, was, I sat there going, you know, I'm going to pause to go for a shit. Because normally if I'm watching something, I need a wing or I need a shit, I'll hold it in. This did not grab my attention. Episode four, uh, five, uh, six, just die already. just, Just die. So, you, you, you get that. Dexter, the, the, the ending, uh, the, the, well, the final couple of scenes has to, uh, has to go into the bin. Just please pick it up and throw it in there, Scott. See,
1: I think Michael C. Hall, from what i heard, he, he's in The Crown now on Netflix. And honestly, that's the first proper job, acting job I've heard that he, him gain since the ending of Dexter. And that ending is oh, what? Well. No, no one wanted anything to do with him after that.
0: No, no, he did a really good show on Netflix. Um... Oh, I'm going to find it for you. You have to watch it. Um,
1: safe.
0: Ah. It's very good.
1: Have you ever seen the film like, Game Night? Uh,
0: it- well, he's the Bulgarian.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the thing is, how much I care about Michael Hill after all that, that whole Dexter thing is, we were, I, me and my brother were watching Game Night. He pops up to the end. Our brother notices, is the first to notice it. It's Michael T. Hall. I'm not even looking at him. Gunner or Jackson Raker just playing his bodyguard who was standing right next to him. My eye immediately went to Gunner and then realized, Oh yeah, Michael C. Hall's here as well. Like I heard he was like, oh, I just I was just like, stop fucking Because I don't think he'd actually have appeared on T V yet when I actually watched this film. <laughs> I think that's why I think that's why he didn't appear on TV for ages after he got signed as he had to go wave film this, I think.
0: I mean he did have I mean let's watch, he did have a uh, um was it leukemia oh no Hodgkin's lymphoma he had as well so he'd come back from that and it was that, that was good that was incredible to come back from that but I do agree I think it was poor but you are four for five uh you chose to die on cats and the hobos that look at look at them all sleeping look at them I'm, I haven't seen them this tired in a while it's quite nice um I will say this, though. There is a couple of wires that we have to get past to get out of here. It's a very badly designed studio. I'm really sorry. I will... Uh, if you come back, I'll have to get it all sorted out. But let's tiptoe out. Let's put the barrel back. Let's lock up the... Uh, let's lock the storage locker back. And let's leave together, Scott. Do you want to hold hands, or do you want to just distance? Do not,
1: do not tip, put that hand anywhere near me. After oh. that whole thing with cat. You've been t- probably touching a cat recently. And I, and I t- just enjoy when, one time if you pass away in your sleep, that cat will eat your face first and then work its way down. You, you have made a big mistake, my friend.
0: I know, I'm getting you for Christmas.
1: You get me anything cat-related, you send a cat anywhere near my house, it's getting punted all the way back to Birmingham. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. Uh-huh. I, I used to go to karate and I had to walk down the street to get to the place it would be on a Saturday. And cats would just wander that street, occasionally just sit in the middle of the street or the middle of the road, just looking at you like, I'm not moving, you fucking go around.
0: <laughs> oh, was you intimidated by a cat?
1: No, I should not have to move for a cat. No, you
0: shouldn't, but cats are funny. Um, Scott, do, do, do I do your plugs?
1: Yeah, you can find me, it's Comic 1986. You can find me. Me, uh, my other podcast got Paul's Ramblings podcast at SP Rambling. We're doing a lot of Frasier and uh, Frasier and Impact Wrestling really. stuff. So We've got some uh, Summer related content, obviously, because that's coming up. Uh, we're reviewing an old SummerSlam, uh, which should be out by now, so I don't want to talk about it uh, in too much detail if you haven't listened to it yet. And also, we're doing the review of this year's SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, shout out to the archives, Roger Bains and stuff me and Jimmy have all been doing, and the pro Smackdown review. Uh, another one.
0: No, I, I, the SummerSlam Slam one is it's very good. I enjoyed it. Um, and you can listen to uh, back catalogue of Room Five Hundred One, Bantam Munich, on and every other podcast that we do uh, on Spotify and Podbean and wherever you get your podcasts. Also. Um, Follow me on Twitter at this 995 Also, uh, there is a GoFundMe page for Jeeves to be stop being attacked by dildos. Um, Liam Hall, we have found more evidence on him that he keeps Jeeves' in appalling conditions where he attacks them with purple and red dildos. Um I think we need to stop this day, but as it stands, it is of £0 pounds and we really wish you'd help. So if you want to help us, uh, go to GoFundMe and Liam Hall is a massive, massive, massive bell end. And yeah, donate as much as you want. Please do. I mean, I heard,
1: I was listening to him on his show, uh, talking about what he pays, how he pays his servants. We all know, we all know for a fact he pays them and he gives them two dick picks an hour uh, to keep. Like you know, doing everything for him because that's kind of human being is his dick probably. I don't think so. I like. I don't think he has a microscope that big to uh, to show him that. So I don't know where he's getting his dick pics from.
0: I mean, look, to be honest, I, I I have I have damning evidence of what Liam Holt does to Jeeves. Um, I will send. I will show people. Uh, what the picture is soon. Uh, but he's. Um, he does think of hamsters, so, you know, he, he shoves dildos up his servant's, um heads and ears and nostrils, and he does think of hamsters, so, you know, Liam Hall is a cut. If you want to attack him, it's at half a miler. But <laughs> until next time, Scott, thank you for joining me in Room 501. Did you enjoy your stay? I
1: did, up until the cat discussion. And if you're a cat owner and you don't like me now, uh, please forward all uh, complaints to at Ben underscore EBRT and he will pass them on to me and I will politely tell him on your behalf to go fuck yourself.
0: Yep. I mean, the re- Scott has a promo photo of himself and he will sign it for you with a cap print to tell you to go fuck yourself. But until next time, guys, it has been a pleasure, as always, talking to you. And I will bring more silly people with their silly listen. But until then, goodbye.